0: Means a lot to me that you would take time out of your schedule every single day and be a part of this podcast. And uh, just uh, started this about four or five years ago and didn't really know what was going to happen. Didn't know if I would uh, stay consistent with it. I hoped I would. And I just got a good response, uh, even from those early days, about how helpful it is just to have a way to be in our Bible every day. And Many of you have been with me now for these past four or five years. We've navigated through a number of books of the Bible. And I encourage you to go to the archives if you ever want to study one of those old books and just go through it. Listen at 1.5 speed, that helps. But uh, however you listen, whenever you listen, and whenever you started listening, I just want to say thank you uh, for your faithfulness to the Lord primarily. Uh, but also to this podcast. And would you do me a favor, if you would, would you share it with some friends and loved ones and let them know uh, that there's a resource out here? And maybe it might even be a person that is wanting to study a particular book of the Bible to teach it in Sunday school or in his adult Bible study or whatever. Uh, There's a good repository of information there. You can go to KurtSkelly.com or look at the old episodes on Podbean And we're going to really try to promote a a YouTube channel here in the near future. But uh, anything you you could do to help would be a blessing. Okay, we're in Jeremiah chapter 29. And I I told you last episode that the Lord still needed to deal with one other false prophet. So we talked about Ahab and Zedekiah and how they were countermanding the things that Jeremiah was saying. And really hurting the people in captivity. And when people don't preach the word of God, when they preach their own thoughts, their own messages, they really are hurting, hurting the people that they're preaching to. Ultimately, they're destroying the people whom they're speaking to. And, that, and that's why God takes it so seriously. I, I've quoted it so often, but Jeremiah, not Jeremiah, but uh, James, chapter three and verse one. Where the Bible says, my brethren, be not many masters or teachers, knowing that we, we that speak and teach shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle a whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole bodies. Behold, also the ship's, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beasts and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith, with the tongue, therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made out of the similitude of God, after the similitude of God, out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either the vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt, water, and fresh? What's the point? I didn't mean to go into that whole passage. But the point is that the tongue and the things we say— God holds us into grave accountability for those things. Why? Because words can cause great damage. The words of a talebearer are as wounds. They go down into the innermost part of the belly. Sometimes as kids, we used to say, well, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But that's not true. Sometimes words have the greatest damage of all. And so God holds people that speak Especially claiming to speak for him to such a high standard of accountability, as we saw last episode with Ahab and with Zedekiah, who were actually executed by Nebuchadnezzar. Now look at this other person, verse number twenty-four, Jeremiah twenty-nine, twenty-four. Thus shalt thou say also. Th- thus shalt thou also speak to Shemaiah. The Nehelamite saying, "Thus speaketh the Lord of Hosts, the God of Israel, saying, Because thou hast sent letters in thy name unto all the people that are in Jerusalem and to Zephaniah, the son of Maaseiah, the priest, so Zephaniah was the ruling high priest at that point, and to all the priests, saying, Okay, so here's the here's the the letter that this guy." that this guy, um, what's his name here, Shemaiah, sent from captivity back to Jerusalem. What, what, what was Shemaiah saying? Well, here, here it is, verse number 26. The Lord hath made thee. So Shemaiah is speaking to Zephaniah the priest, and he says to Zephaniah, the Lord has made you, uh, thee, priest in the stead of Jehoiada the priest. So Jehoiada was a famous good priest back years before. The Lord hath made thee priest in the stead of Jehoiada the priest, that ye should be officers in the house of the Lord. So one of the reasons, uh, Shemaiah says to Zephaniah, one of the reasons God has allowed you this position of authority is that you would be policemen. You would police what's happening in the temple. And the implication is you're not doing your job. You're not policing it well. So here it is. That ye should be officers in the house of the Lord for every man that is mad. Okay, so in other words, you're supposed to take care of all the crazy people and make it themselves a prophet. So, one of your jobs as the high priest is to make sure that people that say crazy things and people that uh, claim to speak for God, prophets, watch this, that thou shouldest put them in prison and in the stocks. So, one of your jobs. In the temple is to silence these crazy people and put these false prophets in prison. Now, what is Shemaiah aiming at? He's aiming at trying to silence Jeremiah. Because look at verse number 27. Now, therefore, why hast thou not reproved Jeremiah of Anathoth, which maketh himself a prophet to you? So here is Shemaiah writing from captivity. He's received the letter that Jeremiah sent earlier from the Lord, the letter about, hey, captivity is going to last 70 years. Then God's going to bring his good word to come to pass. God's thoughts toward you are good, not evil. Well, Shemaiah doesn't like any of this. Why? Because Shemaiah has been a false prophet to the people. So he's writing back to Zephaniah, the high priest, and saying, hey, shut that guy up. Shut Jeremiah up. Verse number 28 For therefore, he sent unto us in Babylon saying, because here's what Jeremiah told us. He sent his letter and said, this captivity is long. Build ye houses, dwell in them, plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Hey, Zephaniah, here's what Jeremiah told us in this letter. He told us that this captivity is going to be a long, long time. So we might as well build houses and plant gardens. Well, of course that was true, but Shemaiah didn't like it. So he's writing Zephaniah and saying, put him in prison. Shut him up. He's a crazy man. Look at verse number 29. And Zephaniah, the priest, read this letter in the ears of Jeremiah, the prophet. So what does Zephaniah do? Zephaniah gets that letter from Shemaiah and says, hmm. So he goes and reads it in front of Jeremiah. Jeremiah, you know, did you really write this letter? And why would Shemaiah be saying this? And are you crazy? And I probably should do something about you. So this is causing a ruckus, isn't it? Look, look at verse number 30. Then came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah. So it, it's interesting. Jeremiah's between the rock and a hard place. So now he's called in be, before uh, the upper ups. This has happened to him several times now where he's just escaped a couple times now. And now, again, he is brought before the high priest. What is is he going to say? Well, he doesn't have to say anything because God gives him a message in that moment. Reminds me a lot about what Jesus said to his own 70 that he sent out through all the villages and cities of of Judea when he sent them out. And he said, don't worry about what you're going to say. You know, I'll give you words to say in that hour, when you're taken before magistrates. when you, Don't worry about it. God, I'll, I'll be with you in those trying times. I'll be with you at those strategic moments. And that's what's happening here. Verse number 31, send to all. So the word of the Lord comes to Jeremiah, verse 30. And here's the word that God gives to Jeremiah. Send to all them of the captivity saying, thus saith the Lord concerning Shemaiah, the Nehelamite." So, Send another letter back to Shemaiah, but send the letter to all the people. And here's what the letter should say. This letter is about Shemaiah, the Nehelamite, Because that Shemaiah hath prophesied unto you, and I sent him not, and he caused you to trust in a lie. So here's what the letter says. Hey, Shemaiah gave this prophecy, and it wasn't true. And he was convincing And he caused you to believe his prophecy, but it wasn't true. It wasn't from me, said the Lord. Verse number 32, therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will punish Shemaiah, the Nehelamite, and his seed. So it's not that his grandchildren are responsible for his sin. It's that when a person sins against the Lord, ultimately that's going to affect his family like in the case of, of Achan and, and many others in the Bible. So the Bible says, he shall not have a man to dwell among this people, neither shall he behold the good that I will do for my people. Now, what, what is the good that God promised to do for his people? The, well, the good word that he had promised back in verses 11 and 12 was that he would bring them back to the land, that he would bring them back to Jerusalem, that the temple would be rebuilt, all of that. That was the good word. So what God now says is, Shemaiah, because you're calling my prophet, the communicator of my word, a madman and saying that he should be imprisoned and that he's false. Now, my message to you, to the people about you is that, no, you're the liar and you have convinced people to believe your lie. And because of that, you will never have the opportunity to come back. And my good word is and won't be good for you because you won't taste that good word. And neither will your kids and neither will your grandkids. Matter of fact, none of your family members are going to see the blessing of my word, which you're denying. Which you're, In other words, my judgment on you, Shemaiah, is I'm going to give you what you want. And what you want is you don't want my word to be true. You said that Jeremiah is crazy and my word's not true. So therefore, because you've dismissed my word, then I, you will not have the benefit of my word. Be careful what you ask for. So it says here in verse number 32, that I will do for my people, saith the Lord, because he hath taught rebellion against the Lord. He taught rebellion against the Lord. Now, now was Shemaiah running down the streets of captivity saying, deny God, you know, deny the Lord as being God. Worship other gods. Is that what Shemaiah was doing? Of course not. Shemaiah was just saying, hey, you know, we're, we're not going to have to wait that long. We're, we can go back. and God's not going to judge us that long. Je- Jeremiah's just, he's overkill, and and we don't have to wait for 70 years. No, just by changing the word of God to make it sound better, to ameliorate the feelings of the people— Uh, to preach what he wanted to believe. He was actually teaching rebellion against the Lord. So in all three cases, from from last episode, Ahab and Zedekiah, and from this episode, Shemaiah the Nehelamite, boy, we better be careful to not only give people the unadulterated Word of God, but believe the Word of God that is given to us. That ends a great chapter, chapter number 29. We'll begin a brand new chapter next episode, chapter number 30. Hope you'll be there for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.